God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Edward, God bless you. Esmel, God bless you. Michael, Memshak, God bless you. Apostle Raja, man of God. Blessings, blessings, God bless you. God bless you, woman of God. Senior Grace Child, God bless you. Esther Ike, God bless you. Royal, God bless you. Addo, God bless you. Anita Pobi, God bless you. Kwekuishra, God bless you. Jennifer, God bless you. God bless you. Kofi Lee, God bless you. God bless you. Every year, God bless you. Eric, Eric, how are you? God bless you. God bless you. My God. My God. Just keep sharing. Baladios Verizamalagata. Hey. I see somebody praying to God for. A place in the military. I see somebody praying to God. I hear this prayer in my ear. The Lord calls me to get the military. That is what I hear. A young guy praying to God. If there is anybody here that has prayed that prayer in the course of the weeks or even since last year, the Lord is speaking to me that a door. About that is just about to be opened. The Lord said that a door is about to be opened. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just saw a lantern, a lantern that its light was put off. But right now, I saw that a hand, a hand all of a sudden lighted the thing again. The Lord said that the glory is coming back. There are many of you, the same place that they spoke evil about you, 
it is that same place you are about to be glorified the same place they told you go we cannot employ you the lord will cause them to call you back in the name of jesus that place that you did the national service that they have not even called you say the spirit of the lord before the end of this month they will call you and say come you have been employed say the spirit of the lord my god I speak possibilities. I speak testimonies in the name of Jesus. I speak testimonies by the unction of the Holy Ghost. May the hand of the Lord begin to work testimonies for you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. The Lord is touching the heart of somebody outside Ghana to be a great blessing to you. The Lord is touching the heart of somebody outside Ghana to be a blessing to you. I have seen somebody calling your line and said the Lord has laid on my heart to support you. And I saw that the person sent some money getting close to 3,000 Ghana cities. Say the spirit of the Lord. That financial door has been opened unto you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let that door be opened. Let that door be opened. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ah, Mami, so let me ask this question. I don't know, but are you married? I saw something right now. I saw a certain wedding gown that was locked in a certain dark place. The angel of the Lord took me there. He said, remove it and give it to my daughter. For it is her set time for marriage. Hey, let me speak to you. This one, whether the devil likes it or yes, I speak as God's prophetic mouthpiece. This year, something is about to happen. You, through your marriage, you are going outside Ghana. Mamesewa, through your marriage, you are going outside Ghana. Through your marriage, you are traveling. The Lord is about to open the door for you. It will shock you. It will shock you. It will shock you because you have even forgotten about marriage, thinking you don't know how things will go. But say, that's where the Lord, I took that wedding gown and I saw that the angel of the Lord placed something like a ball of snow 
on the wedding gown, and all of a sudden the color changed to be pure white. And he said, I am glorifying my daughter from today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. By the unction of Elohim, I speak in the name of Jesus. Before the month of August, a glorious door of marriage is opening for you. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody is coming from outside Ghana to come and marry you. I speak, let it be so, even as the Lord has said. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Apostle Raja, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. There is a new level that the Lord is bringing you to. A new level that the Lord is bringing you to. This is the reason why a lot of things have started trying to be some way. But the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that there is a new level He's about to shift you to. Spiritually, I saw a certain anointing that was coming upon you. And this is the healing grace. This is the healing grace. The Lord ministered to me. This is the reason why the enemy is trying to release a lot of attacks. But don't be afraid. It is just a test. Though he is about to launch you to a very great dimension of wealth and healing. Specifically, I am seeing that it won't be long. Around the month of April, around the month of April, the Lord is going to bring a certain man your way. And this man has a link even to the Indian um, politics. And I saw spiritually that when this man comes your way, the Lord through you will be a great blessing to that man. And that is going to be the lifting that the Lord has packaged for you. I am praying for you. Whatever attack that the enemy is releasing, financially or any kind of sickness, trying to be against your wife, I stand here right now by the anointing of Elohim. I declare, let your family be delivered from the hands of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. For I have seen that your wife will start being like she will start battling with certain health conditions. Certain health conditions. The Lord ministered to me that this is an attack of the enemy. But it will not stand. It will not stand. It will not stand. Because I have seen that around her abdominal area, around her abdominal area, she's having certain pains. And I saw that she begin to also complain of her joints, of her joints. There is something I am seeing right now that the Lord said we should cancel. Because I have seen that I am following your wife. We have entered a certain hospital. When we entered the hospital, they gave her a certain report of a certain scan that she took. And they are saying that she's she's developing something inside her breast also. And the Lord ministered to me that this issue in her breast, if we don't seize it now, it will become something big. But the Lord ministered to me and said, that evil agenda, I am here in Ghana, I am speaking by the mandate of God. That condition has been cancelled now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Your family has been delivered from the hands of the enemy yes it has been cancelled 
and the Lord is bringing glory to your to your family. Yes, the Lord is bringing glory to your family, and there's a strange increase of of church growth that the Lord is about to give you. Yeah, church growth is about to shoot to a higher level, and that is the reason why a door is about to open for you to get a land and build that church. The Lord is about to cause you to get a land and build that church. You will build. You will build. You will build. You will build. The Lord ministered to me because I'm seeing you right now. That I saw you holding a phone, and as you were holding the phone, you went to Google and you you searched for a certain because what I'm seeing you typing is church auditorium, and I saw the certain images came, and you downloaded some of the images. Of beautiful church auditoriums, and you started even using some as your、uh, DP, something, something like that. The Lord ministered to me the good heart that you have, even towards people. He is about to open a door for you, for you to build that church, for you to build that church. The Lord spoke to me and said, "That is what He has said, and surely." It will come to pass in your life. I am standing in the oil of my Father, the Major Prophet KKD, and I pray for you, Apostle Raja, in the name of the Lord Jesus. If God be God, let the God of my Father arise and open doors of finances unto you. Somebody will give you a land on which you build the Church of God. I speak in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will come here, even in the month of. Me and testify of that which the Lord has done. I call it done, and I deliver your wife and all your children from every diabolic scheme of the enemy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, any evil plot of the enemy against your wife and children, I cast that in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let it be so, even as the Lord has said in Jesus' precious mighty name. My God, is there any? Of your children that was born in April, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your younger daughter was born in April. There is so much grace on that daughter. There is so much grace on that your daughter. So 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 much grace. The way I'm seeing the thing, she's multi-talented. She can do everything. Some. She can do everything. When she was young, she used to look at certain pictures of clothes, and she would try to sew clothes on her own. And I'm I'm seeing her with beads. Trying to use thread and needle to put certain beads in some clothes, and this is what she 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 loved this. She used to do that a lot. I see a multi-talented, and she has a very very anointed brain. Very anointed brain. The Lord will bring her to the the place of prominence. May the hand of the Lord touch her. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, great grace is located in your family. In the name of the Lord Jesus, from today I speak over your life, and I declare, Apostle Raja, may God cause you to walk in the corridors of power. 
and in that healing anointing in Jesus precious mighty name I call it down Amen Mr. Pepperidge said I want to type but the way it is snowing my hand is frozen feels like bursting oh Kafra Kafra we are going to Tamalin this month come let's go you experience some atmosphere there also God bless you <laughs> We are coming all the way from Switzerland to Tamale. I don't know how you call this one. Apostle Ranja said, in India now, it is 1 a.m. midnight. I said, I am awake for your life. Wow. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Michelle, do you know anybody in Kenya? Almighty God, I give you praise. Who do you know there? Who do you know in Kenya? God bless you, Apostle Raja. We will keep in touch, okay? I've been a little bit busy. That's why we've not been able to talk, but I will, I will try and call you so that we talk and pray. God bless you. God bless you. You know many people in Kenya. Wow. All right. All right, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Especially against any attack of the enemy. What is against your eyes? Michelle, I pray for you. May the Lord deliver your soul from the hand of the enemy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord do wonderful things in your life and cause you to testify to his glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, God bless you. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Backlane, God bless you. Hey, Shama Valizos, Frikosta Saliza Malaya, Ipanda Bakata. I want to teach, but I want to declare this upon somebody. I want to declare this upon somebody. Somebody's about to get a change of job. That is how it is going to happen. You lose your, first, your job. It is not God that is working against you. He is rather opening a, great, a greater door for you. It will look like God is not with you. So you lose your job. But he is preparing a better place for you to be. Very soon. Very, very soon. And I pray for you. That which the Lord has spoken, let it be so, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Bishop Charles, God bless you. The Lord bless you and open greater doors for you, in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord will come strongly upon you and God will grant you great grace. Bishop Charles, 
God will grant you great grace and honor you greatly. Yes. Yes. The Lord is giving a place. I am seeing the flag of a country right now in the mouth of an eagle. And as I followed the eagle, we entered even across the borders and we have entered even a place like Canada. And I saw that the flag that was on the mouth of that bed is the Canadian flag. And the Lord ministered to me and said, He will bring you to that place and honor you. He is about to open a great door for you, even in Canada. And He will cause His anointing to be so strong upon you. The Lord is ministering to me. That don't be worried. Let not your heart be troubled. And don't think that the Lord has not done a lot for you. The Lord says that He's working behind the scenes for you, and things are going to take a great turn. Yes, the Lord said things are going to take a great turn. For his hand is upon you today. I speak as God's prophetic voice upon your life. Let that which God has declared concerning your life come to pass. I cancel every challenge that the enemy has brought your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Health wise, may the Lord touch you. In your marriage, may the hand of the Lord prevail in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare upon your life that the Lord will cause you to soar high. Even in that which he has called you into. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anybody believing God for job, why now I declare, let that door be opened unto you. I open doors of job opportunities. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Father, we bless you. We give you all the, all the praise and the glory. We honor you for tonight. It is yet another moment in your presence, O oh God. Speak to your people. Destroy the projections of the enemy that is against them. And let your will only prevail. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, all right. We bless God for tonight. We bless God for tonight. I believe that the hand of the Lord will come strongly upon somebody, and whatever He has purposed for your destiny will surely be made manifest in Jesus' precious mighty name. All right, this evening、um, we have all summoned here or converged here to hear the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the voice of the Lord will come to us in so many ways and dimensions. So please don't be in a hurry to leave. If you leave, you might meet something precious. All right. All right. All right. We're supposed to handle the matter of the temple of God, part three. We're supposed to handle the temple of God, part three. But now I want us to do some. Questions and answers、um, about the part one and part two, and from any other angle, so that we will kind of、um, 
keep our minds and our souls and spirits refreshed of what we have studied. Alright, because I know many people will just listen to the message and forget it. This is not something we forget. This one is not something we are putting in our brains. It must surely enter into our spirits, permeate through our souls, and begin to work in our minds. It is in this that our minds can be transformed and can be renewed. So let's understand all these things. All right. Glory. Glory to Jesus. Okay, so if, if there is anybody here, you have questions about what we studied about the temple of God, you have questions about things in the realm of the spirit, you have questions about destiny, you have questions about life, you have questions about the scriptures, there are things you don't understand that you actually want um, clarification as it pertains to godliness. There is the time. The door is open. You're going to ask your questions. Alright. And I believe as time goes on, the atmosphere will get hotter and hotter. Alright. So, let the questions flow. Alright, let's go. It can be anything. Whilst answering the questions, when any prophetic word drops, I will declare it as the Lord wants me to. Alright, so please... Um, keep your questions coming. Let's go. Anybody with a question? Alright, Edwin said, Please, when you say your head is the custodian of the beginning and the end of life, can you explain again? <laughs> alright, alright, that is amazing. Okay. I think the last time I, I, I touched on that, and based on what we explained concerning the hair and the head in the um, temple of God as a throne, we understood that matters concerning a person's life can mostly be decoded from the head most about 99% of a person's life can be decoded from whatever is found in the head that is why a person's head can you all hear me please All right, great. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Oh, somebody said it's not all that clear. Is it okay? All right. All right, all right, all right, great. So now, as I was saying, looking at any time, the word, when we see the head of a thing, we're actually speaking of the beginning. 
we all know. Under normal circumstances with normal understanding, the head of a thing is the beginning of that thing. And according to the systems of God, if you are Dobia, how are you doing, Zof Mami? I pray for you. May the hand of the Lord touch you right now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I declare in Jesus' precious mighty name, whatever is holding on to your health, let it lose your health now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Get any bottle of water or a satchel of water. When you get it, let me know that you have it. I want to pray about it for you, for you to take it. You are free in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Okay, so as I was saying, the head of everything is the beginning of it. And according to the systems of God, we all know that the beginning of a circle will surely end at that same place. So the head of a thing is actually the beginning. And the, okay, you have it. Well, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray over this token of water. I declare that it loses its natural chemistry as water and partake upon itself the supernatural power of healing. I declare, as this water is administered, let the angel in charge of the waters minister healing to the body of your daughter right now. I cancel high blood pressure. I cancel any form of shivering and attacks against her body right now in Jesus' mighty name. As she drinks this water, I declare, every condition in her body that has not aligned to the normal physiology i declare right now let it align in jesus precious mighty name amen all right so you can um, drink as much as you can and relax god bless you Evangelist sin, may the hand of the Lord come upon you. May the Lord grace you with healing anointing. May the Lord shift you to higher levels in the name of Jesus. Altars that fight against the lifting of men in your family, let it catch fire in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the purpose of God for your life and ministry be unveiled. Today, I release fresh grace upon your life in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Great, great. May the Lord preserve you and your family in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So, as I was saying, the simplest um, understanding of Edwin, your question is that in the systems of God, the beginning and the end of everything is found in the head. In fact, the word head actually is the word source. And we all know that the source of everything is the beginning of that thing. And according to God's system of circular motion, whatever begins must surely end. That is why God is the beginning and the end. He is the same beginning and He is the same end. So this is just the simplest meaning of it. Yeah, there are more to that. And as, I, as time goes on and I keep explaining things, I will surely um, make it happen for you to get it. All right.
we all know that all rivers came out of the sea and definitely and surely all rivers flow back into the sea this is just a simple illustration of the head as the beginning and the end of a matter all right any other question yeah um jerry sent a question um he said in revelation chapter one john said i was in the spirit on the day of the lord what does it mean to be in the spirit oh we're already in the spirit honestly that i was in the spirit is different from you being in the spirit as in when we say someone is in the spirit it means the person is born again that is just the simplest meaning that is why paul said to the um church of corinth that if you claim you are in the spirit then walk in the spirit if you claim that you you live in the spirit walk in the spirit then the very day a person gets born again and understand that there are two things that give gives birth to a man when somebody wants to be born again the same way it is your mother and your father that gives birth to you your born again experience too it is two things from god that gives birth to you first one is the waters and the waters is a symbol of the word of god and second is the spirit of god the spirit of god is standing in place for the feminine dimension and the word of god is standing in place for the masculine dimension so the the word word actually in the greek there is the word sperma which means sperm you get it so god that is why the bible said in the book of john chapter 3 john said jesus said except a man be born of the spirit and of water he cannot enter into the kingdom of god so you have to be born of two things water and the spirit and the water is a symbol of the word of god so it is the word of god that is why peter said we have been born of an incorruptible seed the word of god first peter chapter 1 verse 23 he said being born again look at this being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of god which liveth and abideth forever first peter chapter 1 verse 23 so we have been born of an incorruptible seed which is the word of god and now when you look at what the word of god says that Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 sorry verse 26 the word of God said that he might sanctify and cleanse it by cleanse it with the washing of water by the word the washing of water by the word so the washing of the water actually is the washing by the word haven't you realized what jesus said in john 17 that sanctify them by your truth for thy word is truth so he said it is the truth the truth of god's word is like water the truth of the word of god is like water and that water is what gives birth to you with the holy spirit that is why when paul is talking about Paul spoke of sanctification. 
And Jesus also spoke of sanctification. Jesus said, Sanctify them by your word, for thy word is truth. I think that is John chapter 17. Yeah, John 17 17 says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So it is the truth that sanctifies. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26, just as we read, the word of God said, That he, might, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. So, the word, which is the truth of God's word, is actually a water that washes. So, we have been born of two things. I'm trying to explain being in the spirit here. We have been born of two things. The first one is the word of God, which manifested as water. There is one, well, if you are, some, if you are a believer, You have to be born again on the dimension of. I want to explain, I just want you to understand this one. Because many of you, there are a lot of issues you are going through because of this. It is called baptism. Baptism is just a symbol of being born of water. But you really need it. You really need it. Many of you think you just need Holy Ghost baptism, and that is all. That is not all. That is not all. Even Jesus was baptized. And while, while Jesus was coming out of the water, that was when the Holy Ghost baptized him. You need water baptism. So if you are here, whether you are speaking in tongues or not, and you have not been baptized, get baptized. It will help you. You might not know how, but it will help you. It is one of the easiest ways to get your conscience clear. Some of you do something wrong, small. You have prayed that God cleanse me with your blood. Still, guilt will be killing you. The easiest way to get your conscience clear is by baptism of water. So, understand that. Now, Once the Holy Ghost gives birth to a person, do you know and understand that for a child to be born, he must first be in the womb of the mother? Good. And the mother is a symbol of the Spirit. So, first, this is how we will be born again. We must enter into the womb of the Holy Ghost. At that point, it is said that we are in the Spirit. That is when He gives birth to us. We coming into the Holy Ghost is a quick system. The Holy Ghost will give birth. You enter into the Holy Ghost, He will give birth to you. And once He gives birth to you, He now comes to stay in you. So at first you were in him, but now he's in you. And when you, he's in you, he still calls it that you are in him. So that is why Christ is in us, and at the same time we are in Christ. Is somebody getting the picture? Good. So for somebody to be. In the spirit, it's a simplest thing that which means the person is born again. Once you are born again, you are in the spirit. 
But what John was speaking about here is different from that born again thing. What he was trying to say is that I was carried in the realm of the spirit by the Holy Ghost. I was carried in the realm of the spirit by the Holy Ghost. That is what happened to Ezekiel. So most of, most of you have heard me say a lot of things that I have entered here. And when I entered, I'm seeing this, I have entered here. It is what we call spirit travel. When the Holy Ghost lifts you in the realm of the spirit, he, he picks your spirit and he begins to move you based on the assignment he wants you to go and fulfill. So at that point, I can also say, I am in the spirit. That I am in the spirit is different from you being in the spirit as in being born again. Are you, are you getting it? Good. So that is what it actually means. Great. Somebody said, decode more to us, please. Okay. Let the question keep coming. Let the questions keep coming. Okay, Louisa said, I had a dream that someone used scissors to cut my hair that I had held back. This was in 2008. What does it mean? Please, I've been told to be careful else it will happen again. Alright, this actually um, is supposed to be one-on-one -on -one encounter so that I can explain things and pray with you. Yeah. Because sometimes interpretation of dreams is to the person alone. Yeah. That is why dreams must be decoded to the person. But don't be worried. It is a sign of the devil's attack against your marriage. But we will pray. I declare in the name of Jesus. May the Lord handle your marriage right now. Every attack of the enemy against your marriage. I speak in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not lose your marriage. Yes, you will not lose your husband. In Jesus' mighty name. Nothing will take your husband away from you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let it be so. Even as the voice of the Lord has declared. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Alright. If you're a lady here and you are married, understand some things. Understand, understand some things. If you are married, the Bible speaks of the fact that the hair of a woman is her glory. And get this, the glory of a woman is her husband. So there is a link between every lady's hair and her husband. There is a link between the hair of women and her husband there is a link between every lady's hair and her husband this one is a spiritual understanding that you need 
It's a spiritual understanding that you need. So, if you are married and something is trying to temper with your hair, whether in a dream or any way, it is a way that the enemy is trying to attack your marriage. So, you need to rise and pray. I'm giving you a spiritual apple so that you keep your hair well. Yes. Some of you, all that you need to defeat the enemy that is fighting you is understanding and knowledge. I'm telling you. May the Lord endow you with knowledge and understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, let the questions keep coming. It looks like you don't have questions, or I should ask my own. Hey, my own question. Hmm, nah, are you sure you can answer? Hmm. I said if you have a dream let's make it send me a text on whatsapp maybe you don't understand the reason why I'm saying this it is not that I don't want to answer questions about dreams but I want you to understand dreams are very personal than public I don't know how to say it whether it is right the only coded realm that God has it is like a student and his or her locker you have your own those of you who go to schools in the US schools in the US and you know those places every student has a locker not in Ghanaian schools so. Ghanaian schools your, your, your only locker is your chobos Now your trouble is Christ, not for you alone. You go to class, by the time you return, your gary is gone. That is when you will know that is not a coded. <laughs> I remember way back, senior high school, one guy came from Tema. And by then, Tema, people were making them say, We are TM, TM for life, TM for life. When you open the guy's troubles, my God, everything they inside. The trouble is very big, almost close to the size of a coffin. Everything is insane. And the guy brought it here. And when he's, he opens it, my goodness, he brought only um, chop box, he didn't bring um trunk. So the chopper was big and he divided it into two. And he's a, a very fat guy. So the side where the foodstuffs are, 
that that side is very big and where his clothes are that very small space he came to school on sunday evening he went to class on monday morning when he returned back to the the house his thomas was there intact nothing had touched it but the moment he opened the padlock he opened the thing <laughs> a vacuum azua he saw that the earth was without form and void and emptiness was upon the face of the troubles hey only high school not knowing the one that came to steal the thing actually broke the thing from the underside and you see toolbox the underside is plywood most of them <laughs> so when the guy came and saw that ah, everything is in it's a part of Nubian Mushi, everything is nice. Little did he know that the devil has so many ways of attacking a man. Jesus said it. Jesus said it. If he opens the padlock, nobody will say he's a thief. People will never pass the, the right side. Someone said, please, if you are a lady and you cut your hair for fashion or another or any other reason, does it mean you have lost your glory? No. No. But it really depends on some things. can cut your hair for the sake of um, fashion no problem yeah but for my understanding in destiny not all women are supposed to do that yeah not all women are supposed to do that so you yourself you must discover whether you are supposed to do it or not yeah some people can cut they are women they can cut a eh, bit sakura nice sakura they will then they will pour anointing oil on it and smear it and when they are walking light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not yeah some people do that you know yeah they are women and nothing happens to them some of the there are many people we see they have put wig on try and remove their wig you will see you will see that in tomakata there so you will see <laughs> that is just the Holy Ghost that has brooded over the face of the waters. If the Holy Ghost leaves, darkness is <laughs> in the deep. Darkness is there.
Someone say, Apostle, how do you discover that you have the Holy Ghost? Of Once you, you confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you believe in your heart that He has been raised from the dead, you are born again. The day you got born again and the Holy Ghost is inside you, you don't need to feel anything. He's inside you. But the main assignment of the Holy Ghost is not for him to only be inside you. There are three main assignments of the Holy Ghost. Three main assignments of the Holy Ghost. The first one is he's with you. He is with you. He is with you. Second assignment. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me get you a certain scripture. Thank you, Holy Ghost. A time came Jesus gathered the disciples and breathed upon them. And said unto them that this world they do not know the Holy Ghost but you you know him because he is with you and he shall be in you he is with you and he shall be in you he is with you and he shall be in you He is with you and he shall be in you. I'm trying to get that scripture for you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Good. John chapter 14 verse 17 John chapter 14 verse 17 said and how do you differentiate between the voice of the Holy Spirit and that oh you will know you will know the same way you can hear my voice that this one is not the voice of your father you will know listen there are many things you need to understand this is why the best thing pastors should be teaching in church is how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It's as simple as that. Because fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost is the easiest way to know His voice. You can't just go about and be walking and then why not say you, you want to hear the Holy Ghost, then the Holy Ghost will speak. Then you say, I know. You will never know. You will never know. And that is what many believers are doing. You just want quick, 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 quick things. The things of God don't work like that. It doesn't work. That is why many people get confused. They go about on their own plans. What they want to do is what they do. They take their own decisions. And now when they come to a point where things have become difficult, that is when they want to hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. You will miss it. You will, you will definitely miss it. So there are many of you. If God tells you that leave that boyfriend alone, you will not die. Because you think it is your own. Hey God, he has been helping me. Why, what are you trying to say? You think your decision is better for you? Okay, go ahead. 
go ahead. That's why most of the time God will not struggle. He will not talk. He will not go, ah, I know the Holy Ghost. He will never. He said, my spirit will not strive with men forever. He will not talk. Mm. So get that. The Holy Ghost has three assignments. First, he's with you. And when the Holy Ghost is with a man, his assignment is to convict the man. For the man to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The moment the man believes in the Lord Jesus, the Holy Ghost now enters into the man. Then he is now inside the man. Just as I was explaining. Then after he is inside the man, that is not the end. His main assignment at this point here too also is to come upon you. And that is why when Jesus said that the Holy Ghost is with you, he shall be. That means he has not yet been in you. He shall be in you. And when he is in you, that is when you are saved. When you, he, he now enters into you, the next assignment is that he will come upon you. And the coming upon is actually showing forth his manifestation. That is why Jesus said to the disciples, go to the upper room and wait. And as you are waiting, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon, upon you. So when the Holy Ghost comes upon a man, it is for the man to manifest God. It is for an assignment. Nobody can heal the sick except the Holy Ghost is upon him to heal the sick. And when the Holy Ghost comes upon a man, it is called the anointing. So the Holy Ghost is already inside you. He's in you. As you are saved right now, He's in you. But He being in you is not the end of the matter. He must come upon you. And for Him to come upon you, certain things must be done. If you decide not to do those things, He will not come upon you, even though He's in you. And there are certain things you can only handle when the Holy Ghost is upon you, not just in you. Are you with me? Good. So that is it. Just get that. You see, I have realized that many of you have problems. And let me tell you, people of God, it is this is what pastors don't teach. Because all the time you go breakthrough, breakthrough, you get you get your car in Jesus. So you think that car is what makes God God? Look at that. Okay, what of that unbeliever who does not believe in God and has been buying cars for women that he sleeps with? Who has been blessing that unbeliever? Is it God? You got a small car, you are speaking, hey God, hey God. Yes, it is good to testify. But listen, when we are really looking for testimony, this really is not. Even though it is. I'm telling you, the main reason why it is a testimony is because we are in this world. The world is already against us. The world doesn't want us to get anything that will make our lives easy. So God also will push things for you to get it. That is why it is a testimony. But somebody is not struggling, the person has it. In bulk. Somebody will sleep with a woman and dash the person a car. You, you, are, you can struggle and get a car. It is the devil's workings. That is why we testify some of these things. But listen, there is something much more greater. 
because you are in church and you are home. A Christian for better now, sorry. Then people will be in church and their main focus is breakthrough. So that many people in church they came there for marriage, they came for traveling, they came so that their business will work. They don't have any connection with God. That is why if you meet a prophet who teaches that you should also grow your fellowship with the Holy Ghost so that you can hear his voice, you will not be offended when you call your prophet and he does not answer. Because you yourself, you have built that fellowship with him. There are many of you, God cannot trust certain things to you. And that is what most of the prophets have done. I am a prophet by God's grace, but I must tell you the truth. Because you are always man of God. What is the Lord saying? Is the same Lord not in you? Even though there are things that he will, he will let me do. Listen, listen, listen. I mean, prophets will never tell you some of these things I'm saying. They want to look so special, even though we are special. But they want you to know that you can't hear God. It is only them. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. He didn't say my prophets. He said my sheep. We all can hear God's voice. The assignment of the prophet is a bit different from all Christians because of certain empowerment and authority the Lord has given to that prophet, which not all Christians will have. There is a certain special word of wisdom, word of knowledge that God has given to certain prophets. Not all believers can work in that. It is a gift. There are certain things. Look at some of the things God has been doing. Not all believers can walk in that. It is a special place that is there. But you hearing certain voice of God for yourself, let me just say this for you to understand. The ears to hear for others is a gift. But the ears to hear for yourself is not a gift. We work it out. That is why you can hear and see things about people and never hear what the Lord is telling you. And never hear what God is saying about you. So that many prophets, they can prophesy to people, they will be going someplace. They have not listened to what God is saying about them concerning that place. They will go and die. And later people will come saying, hey, he's a prophet and he's dead. This, this. That ear is different. It is not the, the gifting ear that God is going to use. No, no. Not at all. Get that. That some of you, before you enter into your, your, your main room, there is a main gate that you open with a key. That same key does not open the room to your, your bedroom. It does not open the, the door to your hall. It does not open the door to your room. But until you open the first main gate, you cannot enter. This is how some of these things are. You need to understand. The keys to open, door, to open doors in our lives are not the same. Because the doors are not the same. The ears to hear the voice of God for people is a gift. That one God gave it to you. But the one to hear about your destiny and yourself. If a prophet does not tell you. you <laughs> even what the prophet is telling you. The Bible said that we see in part and we prophesy in part. Having to that some people when prophet prophesies. You know, he said yes God told me. The Lord is speaking to me that you are going to travel. He said, yes, God told me three years ago. The Lord is telling me that we should pray for you because something is trying to happen. Something negative is trying to happen to you. We should pray. He said, oh yes, God told me about it last week. I've been praying about it. The person knows 
he can hear what the Holy Ghost is saying concerning himself. Some of you, it will come through dreams. There is nothing that is about to happen that you will not see in your dreams. It is a fellowship. You build with the Holy Ghost, then you get it. Some people, when something is about to the Holy Ghost keeps ministering to them in so many ways. In so many ways. But some of us, we are dead to the voice of the Holy Ghost. We only want to hear what the prophet is saying. There is a special place for the prophets. I know, and I, I seriously know and believe that. She said, somebody said, anytime I dream, immediately I wake up, I forget. Let me show you something. One day I'll talk about dreams. The way a person wakes up from a dream can cause him to forget his or her dream. The way a person wakes up. The way you wake up is very, very important. Don't let anybody raise you up. Hey, get up, get up, go and do this. I'll get up and tell the person, never try that thing again. Never try that thing on me again. If it is your father, tell your father, Daddy, please, I don't like this. It is not supposed to be done. Let them, let everybody around you be aware. Because you might not know what is about to save your destiny the next day is what God is speaking to you in your dream. Why should you let somebody come and wake you up and cause you to hey, go and do this, go and sweep, go and do it? That is why you don't sleep for long. You are sleeping for long. Your mother will come and pour water on you. Quadrufo, sorry, oh, quadrufo, sorry, oh, konekopra, By the time you wake up, all the dreams they are gone. So let me tell you, the, the easiest way many of you forget your dreams is that you sleep too much. So when you wake up, you are late for things and you begin to rush. The dream, you will never recall it. You will recall the dream when it has happened. So you will be on your way, something will happen, say, ah, it looks like I saw this thing. And if it is something negative that would have killed you and KCR, it would have happened. You don't take your time. So please listen, if you don't want your mother, Esmel, if you don't want your mother to come and wake you up, wake up before she wakes up. It's as simple as that. As simple as ABC. But some of you waking up early, hey, it is like death. You just don't want to wake up early. Some of you, God will even wake you up at dawn, at midnight to pray. Ah, you catch sleep and put it on your eyes and sleep again. Dreams are very, very powerful. Don't joke with it. I'm telling you, don't joke with dreams. Not never ever in your life. Don't joke with dreams. And the other time I said it, dreams come from three sources. It is either it is from God, or from yourself, or from the devil. Wherever dreams are coming from determines its meaning. The devil can show you a dream. You can show yourself a dream. And God can also show you a dream. So the first way, if you don't recall your dream, how can you get interpretation? And I'm teaching you the ways to recall your dreams. When you wake up, don't quickly get out of the bed. 
Once you open your eyes from sleep, lie on the bed. Close your eyes and begin to thank God for that day. Then receive mercy for that day and tell God that, Lord, please bring back the dreams I had. Then you begin to speak in tongues, not aloud, just small, small. You realize that the pictures of the dreams will be coming. It might not start from the beginnings to the end. One point will flash your mind. It might be a certain, maybe the 27th scene in the dream. Then maybe the 13th one will also come. Then the 11th one will come. Then the 12th one. Then the second one. It will just be coming haphazardly like that. Till everything begins to get close. Then you now start getting understanding. We get our full dreams once we are still on the bed. If you get out of the bed and you begin to walk, some of you, the moment you open your eyes, the first thing you pick your phone, look at look at him. You don't treasure what God is trying to reveal to you. You will not be dreaming again. This is what most of you, that's what happens. When you don't treasure dreams, the enemy hijacks it. Are you with me? Yeah. So that is it. Why is it that most prophets prophesy differently to the same person? And I believe that our God is not the author of confusion. It depends because we see in part and we prophesy in part. And when I pick even you alone, Michelle, you have different parts. I cannot tell you everything about all the parts of you. So I might say some, another prophet will also see another part and say it. And it goes, it keeps going like that. Unless what you are talking about is when maybe a prophet has said you are, you are a prophet, another one said you are an evangelist, another one said you are this, another one said you are this. Then that one, it comes to the interpretation that one is getting it well, the other is not getting it well. That does not mean they have not seen. Because for somebody to even tell the call of God is upon you, you know what they see. <laughs> you know what they see. That ah, the call of God is upon your life. What did they see for them to say that? And when somebody does not have the call, how how would they see it? So you have to understand. It is all because oh. Let me tell you, there are many things here. Eh? We shouldn't even hear those things from prophets. It should have been what the Holy Ghost is telling us. But some of us will live our lives anyhow, from right from infancy, we will live our lives anyhow. So we will not even know our destiny. And when we get to the certain state, that is when we are running after prophets for them to tell us what we are supposed to do in life. And not all prophets have the same level of maturity. Some don't even know how prophecy works. But the gift is manifesting through them small, small. That is why mostly when you meet a mature prophet and he prophesies to you, he will also add an advice to it and tell you what you are supposed to do. Most young prophets glory in confirmations. But a mature prophet has his focus on how the word will manifest. 
So after prophesying to you, he will tell you that, hey, there is something you are doing. It will destroy this prophecy. Stop it. But young prophets and immature ones, they will just mention your name and people will clap for them. Pa, 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 then they are happy. You just see you are, you are blessed, then they are gone. That's a, that is no prophecy. We are so much focused. And this, this is what, where prophetic actually lies. The anointing pushes the word into manifestation. That is it. We are not talking about mentioning names and telephone numbers. That is a gift. We are speaking of when the anointing comes and says that the Lord said he's going to raise you as an apostle to the nations of the world. So do this, do this. There are a lot of sacrifices you are supposed to go through in order to become that. So start fasting. Do this, do this, do this. Most genuine prophets will always speak about holiness. Because without holiness, forget about your prophecy manifesting. You can't receive prophecy, you, your marriage is blessed, and you are working with somebody's husband, and you are waiting for your marriage to be blessed. It will never happen. It will never happen. So, what if a prophecy is given and the prophet prays about it, but the same bad thing manifests? Listen, you see, listen. Sometimes, eh, I've explained things. And I said that ways and means that prophecies manifest, whether good or bad. You don't say that the man of God said, this is about to happen, he prayed for me, so it won't happen again, so I'm also relaxed. No, no, go and pray about it. Go and pray about it. The prophet said that there's an attack against your mother's life, but I cancel it in Jesus' name. You went home, you didn't know you didn't tell your mother. You went to buy pre for your mother to... to, to <laughs> And you are enjoying in the house. You, do, you, do, you don't know. Prophecy is a license for warfare. The very day you receive a prophecy, that means we have put something in your hands. We have put something like um, wrestling gloves in your hand to go and wrestle. You can't say that, ah, gloves in there, it is on my hand, but it has been sorted out. You will be there and your opponent will hit your cheek with a bukum bankumik blow and you fall. So you have to understand some of these things. Don't say the prophet said it, it is settled. So that is all. It depends on the anointing on the prophet. Also on your faith and what you also do about the matter. There are some things that God will declare through the mouth of highly anointed prophet. But if you don't do anything about it, you will never see it. And if it is negative and you, you don't do anything about it, it will happen. First, get this, it is not about the prophet, it is about you. The matter is concerning you. So you are the one who is supposed to even be serious, more than the prophet. Until you understand this thing, let me tell you, no prophet owns anybody anything. It is a burden God has placed on them. That now this prophet, when you even prophesy to you, cry, it doesn't come come to pass. Look at you. Listen to what you are saying. Very funny. Very very funny. Why is it that you have been there without going to certain prophet? Let what you your destiny is. You your destiny, cry, you don't even know. You don't even know your destiny. Somebody has told you what God is about to use you to become. Instead of you to pray, 
you want to know you want to say that the prophet said it did not come to pass ah, the prophet did you know look at you such a i don't want to say anything Some of you don't even know that the very day you receive a prophecy, you need to even quit certain relationships. They prophesy you are going to be a prophet. You have been sleeping with ladies. You steal somebody's money, say it is not me. And all this, you still want the prophecy to manifest just as the prophet said it. You think God is bowlegs. So that you can play ball, Sulia. And yet, destiny fulfillment is no joke. Don't let anybody deceive you. Destiny fulfillment is no joke. When a prophet tells you that you are going to be a prophet, he has solved 20% of your destiny battle by even telling you what your destiny is going to be. Because if you don't know, you're already in darkness. I'm telling you, once a prophet tells you that you are going to be a prophet, say the spirit of the Lord, he has solved 20% of your destiny battles. The rest is your assignment. Because no prophet sleeps on the bed and become a prophet. It will never happen. There is food, but everybody is eating food. Jollof. Chicken, everything some. But because of the prophetic assignment on you, you said you will not eat. So that that destiny will manifest. If you eat like everybody is eating, forget it. Forget destiny. There are people who don't even know who they are supposed to become. So they are doing things anyhow. If you mingle with them, you are missing your destiny. That is why we are never supposed to walk like any other people. Open your eyes. Some people they don't know where they are going, so they are they will take left, take right, take center at the same time. If you are working with them, you that you know where you are going, mingle with people that, that are going to your place. Understand some of these things, it will help you. Nanaira say, God bless you. May the Lord usher you into graces. In Jesus' mighty name. Alright, any other question? Any other question? Any other question? Or I should ask my own. Someone said, explain how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It is not a, 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 a certain laid down principle. Do this and do this and do this and do. No, that is not how it is. And I've realized that that is what many believers are actually trying to. They just want 
man of God. So if I want this, what should I do? Then you say, okay, do this. Then you do it. Then you have it. Things don't work like that in in the kingdom of God. Um, what I can only do is to show you the way. Then you walk on the way. And the way is what I'm going to tell you. Because this is our month of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now, first and foremost, understand that the Holy Ghost is not a wind blowing around you. He is a person inside you. He is, you see, many of you know, 14 principles of um, fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost. These, all these are ways. Because fellowship with the Holy Ghost is not, it is like an infinite school. You don't finish it. So nobody comes and says, oh, I have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. You, it is, it, we don't say things like that. The end of that fellowship is when we all appear before Christ. And he begins to reward us. Let me show you how fellowship is. Follow me. I'm about to give a certain scenario and an illustration. Every matter in this Christendom, if you really want to understand things in Christianity and in the kingdom of God, look at a man and a woman and then both of them getting married, giving birth to their child. Everything about God and, and the, the whole world is centered on this one. If you don't understand man, woman, getting married, giving birth to a child, you don't understand anything in Christ. I'm telling you the gospel truth. Let me start explaining things for you to get it well. The Holy Ghost is like the feminine gender. So the Holy Ghost is a woman. The Holy Ghost is the feminine dimension of God. The Holy Ghost. He is the feminine dimension of God. Now, this is what happens. Right now, we, there's an assignment of the Holy Ghost now to quicken our mortal bodies. And after he has quickened our mortal bodies, he will quicken it to extend where our bodies will now become immortal, not mortal again. That is the assignment. And coming to the place of immortality is when we say a woman has given birth. It's a symbol of that. A woman has delivered. So right now, we are in the womb of the Holy Ghost as children in the womb of a mother. Right now, as we are talking, we are in the womb of the Holy Ghost. And the whole thing is this. As a child is in the womb of the mother, there is something that must connect the child to the mother. So that the child will feed from the mother. When the mother eats, some must be transferred to the child. And that which connects the child to the mother is called umbilical cord. 
umbilical cord. Most of you know that. It is this umbilical cord that when a child is born, they cut and will get a navel. Fruma, fruma. So, all of you here, you have navels. Your navel is a sign that once, some time ago, you were connected to your mother. So, the umbilical cord is a symbol of fellowship. It is what connects us to our mothers. Fellowship is what connects us to the Holy Ghost. We then begin to take things from the Holy Ghost inside us. And when the child eats everything from the mother and the child wants to defecate or do anything or excrete anything, it goes straight into the mother. Then the mother will bring it out. This is what is fellowship. In fellowship, we take what is in the Holy Ghost, then the Holy Ghost will take the, the bad things on the inside of us and throw it away. Then we take the good things. He will suck our weakness and we will take his strength. He will suck all the bad things inside our heart. Then he will give us refreshment of a new heart. This is fellowship. And listen, this is the reason why a child is supposed to be in the mother's womb for nine months. You don't force yourself to come out. So fellowship is something that is unending until you have come to a place of maturity. And that place of maturity is not when you are, you are a prophet, prof, you are in church prophesying to people. No, no, we are still, whether you are prophesying or not, we are still having fellowship with the Holy Ghost. You have to understand some of these things. The very day the umbilical cord cuts, once the child is in the mother's womb, the child dies. So the thing is, as we are here on this earth, the Bible said, Jesus, when he was praying to the Father in John 17, he said, Father, I have kept them in your name. Listen, we are kept in something. We are not just walking about on this earth. We are kept in something. And Peter said, For we are kept by the power of God unto the next salvation that is yet to be revealed. This is why we sing this song. Kept by the power of God. Kept by the power of God. We are kept. And who is the power of God? The Holy Ghost is the power of God. So we are kept in the Holy Ghost. And what will definitely keep us in him? Because the fact that you are pregnant does not mean you, you have given birth. Pregnancy is not delivery. Something must be done. People give birth to children who are immature. So what keeps it? Haven't you realized there are so many complications in pregnancy? This is also a sign that there is so much complications with the fellowship of believers with the Holy Ghost. Because we don't know and we don't understand. The first thing to know is that the Holy Ghost is inside you. He's not a wind blowing around. He's inside you. And if you know that he's the only thing you need, he's the only help you need in this world, to fulfill great 
destiny. Then you will know how to connect with him. Let me show you some simple ways. First, understand the Holy Ghost is a person. The Holy Ghost is a person. And I said he's the feminine dimension of God. And we all know how the feminine gender relates. And um, all those females here, I salute Grace. Nanaire Osei, I salute Grace. Ah, Becklin, I salute Grace. Nah, I salute Grace. You are all women. And there is a way. What women love is attention. That is what the Holy Ghost also loves. He loves attention. Hey, you can, you, that is why you can, I don't know how to say this. Give the Holy Ghost attention. Let him know as if you don't have anywhere to go. He's the only person you have come to. You sit down for three hours. I've given all that three hours to him. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. You are so awesome. You are so beautiful. You are so glorious in my life. Hey, there is no helper like thee. When you begin to say some of these things, the Holy Ghost will begin to shake himself. He will begin to sh- shake himself. He will begin to shake himself. Say this wholeheartedly. You are not just saying it like some words and you are just reciting. No, 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 no. The same way when you love a woman, the same way you can go bow down, you can kneel down. You say, my dear Joyce, I love you. When I hear your name, then I am electrocuted. <laughs> ah, Joyce, how are you? Oh, Joyce is here. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so my dear John, if you don't know how to do how to fellowship with the Holy Ghost, go and read Songs of Solomon. <laughs> God bless you, Ampabin. First, let the Holy Ghost know that He's the only one you have. I'm showing you something practical, it will help you. Like do the thing wholeheartedly. In fact, he's the only one you have. If you think you have your own strength, go and do your own thing. When things become tough, don't call him. He will never come. I'm telling you. Take your time. And the Holy Ghost loves attention. And he wants to spend a lot of time, in fact, all day, all weeks with you. Treasure him. He's the greatest gift a man has can ever receive on this earth. The Holy Ghost. He's the greatest gift any man can ever get on this earth.
to understand all these things, they will help him. Let me just say, let me hit a certain point. Let me hit a certain point for you to understand. Now, it will sound so um, weird and big, but it is um, the word fellowship is the word koinonia, which means intimacy, intercourse. Intercourse. So, the same way a married man and woman, a husband and a wife, will have intercourse to give birth. This is pure fellowship. This is pure fellowship. And that is what we need to you need to understand. So first, once you wake up from bed, begin to thank God. Say, sweet Holy Spirit, thank you for my life. You are such a precious gift that the Lord has given me. Then you begin to say things like this. I do not know my left from my right. I don't know my destiny. You are the only one that can show me. Jesus said you are my helper. Help me, sweet Holy Spirit. Strengthen me in times of my weakness. If there is anything I am doing that does not correspond to my destiny, you are in me. You know my destiny. Show me. As simple as these words are coming from the very depth of your heart, I'm telling you, you are growing with the Holy Ghost. And as you continue to do this all the time, some you can sit down for five hours. And you get to a certain point after you have spoken, you don't even have words to speak again. And you just open it, the rest will be in tongues. With your eyes closed, you will not even know that you, you can even see visions until you are in that place. That is when you start seeing things. Something will flash your eyes. Ah, I saw something right now. It was because you were fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost. You did not even know that you can even hear God's voice. But once you were just speaking in tongues, just like that, nobody was there. You are just the one seated on your own chair, just speaking. All of a sudden, a friend that you knew way back in JHS, her thought will come to your mind. You might not know what it is about. After your fellowship, you go and check your WhatsApp and she's the first person that has sent you a message. Some of you will be there. Somebody's thought will come to your mind. The moment the thought comes to your mind, it is either the person is about to call or the person is coming to your place or the person has sent you a message. If you grow with the Holy Ghost, some of these things will be very easy for you. That is why anybody that fellowships with the Holy Ghost is prophetic. They will not come and mention your name and telephone number, but they know. They know what is about to happen. 
Don't be too busy with your itinerary and stuff. You are, if you are doing that, you might, you might get a lot of things wrong. You don't know what is in a whole day. You don't know. But the Holy Ghost, He knows what will happen to you in the next 30 years. So if you fellowship with Him, He will tell you how to be saved from some of these troubles. You might not meet a prophet for Him to tell you. Sometimes when a prophet even tells you, you don't even see the weight of it. But when the Holy Ghost tells you yourself, you know. It is in fellowship that the Holy Ghost will start opening that ear that He can speak to you about. Some of you, certain jobs are not permitting you to even fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Because you get to the workplace, you must get there by 6 a.m. You are closing around 8 p.m. By the time you get home, you are so tired. You take your bath, you eat something small, you just sit down, you are, you are asleep. You wake up at dawn, quickly you take your bath and you go. You don't even have time for the Holy Ghost. And I'm about to tell you something. Some of you, you must quit some jobs and look for other jobs. Because, listen, what God made you for is not for a job. It is not for three square meals. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is called sacrifice. Sacrifice. If you can't sacrifice your job to hear God's voice, God cannot entrust a lot of things to your hands. No, 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 no. No. Not at all.、Eh? Let me tell you the gospel truth. All of us, eh? especially myself, some of us that we have been preaching to you, praying with you, prophesying to you, we had a lot of things ahead of us to do. But God says, Stop and do this. Because that is proper destiny. What we are trying to do is,、uh, is career. Your career is not your destiny. If you can't sacrifice your career because of your destiny, you have missed it. Because God doesn't give rewards for those who became best doctors. That is nonsense. What did you use your doctoral thing to do according to your destiny? That is the most important thing. That is what God rewards you for. Not that you became the best doctor in the world. Who cares? So, sacrifice. That is why God would make. When you become a doctor, it is a way that God wants you to manifest Christ. You did not end up at the altar or at the pulpit to preach. You ended up in the consulting room. Preach Christ there. Let people know Christ. So that those who will not come to church, definitely when they come to the hospital, you will get them. You must look more of a Christ like personality in your profession. Don't, let, don't look so professional in your profession than looking so Christian. Some of you don't understand what I'm saying. Are you all getting my point?
all right great let me take the last question let me take the last question and let's move on so i'm showing you in practical ways oh get time for the holy ghost sometimes sit down three hours don't talk to anybody just close your eyes and begin to speak in tongues like little by little don't speak it out loud no just sit down begin to speak it slowly thank you holy spirit sweet holy spirit thank you then you begin just like that sit down a lot of things will start working on the inside of you Someone said, after the bad manifest, please, can you pray to change things? I'm not getting it. I'm not getting what you're trying to say. Are you, are you saying like praying to change the bad thing that has happened or something? It depends on what has happened. Eric said, I asked the question earlier on. Oh, I didn't see it. Is it, is it, a, is it a scripture you posted about um, judging angels? That scripture is a whole scripture on it. It's a deep, um, let me say, sermon on its own. We have to start from the Garden of Eden before you understand. And I'm going to touch on that. Honestly, I'm going to touch on that. Yeah. I'm really going to touch on that part and break things down for you to understand. But honestly, we are going to judge angels. It is what the scripture said we would do. Okay. Somebody said, so the reason why most of our blessings are being delayed is because of our necessary excuses. <laughs> is it unnecessary excuses? Okay, I'm waiting for the last question. Okay. Sure. Rita, I get it. Sure. I get it. May the Lord preserve his people and shield us from distractions of destiny. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Some of you you are you are supposed to be very careful. Some of you, your destinies do not allow you to be in a relationship with certain people. When I say certain people, I'm even making it some way. Especially for a lady, you have to be very careful with this thing called relationship. Don't waste your time. Don't pray too much. You rush too much. That is why you are a young girl. You are not all that old. But you have dated for four times and all of them did not work. What are you looking for? 
What are you looking for? And if God did not pass through, you have slept with four people. Ah, what is that? Some of you ladies, the only thing you think it is great in this world is marriage. Look at you, marriage, marriage, marriage. So, when you think you are married, then you think you are in heaven. Look at see, see, funny girl, funny girl. You have missed destiny now, and I'm home. Funny girl, go and ask people what they did for God when, when they did not even marry. Women, women, they stood for God. Either you are looking for Brad Kwame to come and take care of you. Shame, shame on you. She, she, she. You better change that your mindset, too, else people will start breaking your heart, sir. And when they break your heart, don't come to past it. We won't even mind you because you don't understand destiny. Moses said, Reverend, please, about the um, ministry. Can a man do his career work and still do the ministry, or you have to consecrate on full time? Is not for all. It's not for all people, honestly. It is actually based on your assignment that God will either call you into full time or not. Yeah. So get that. Full time. It's not for all. That people, when God tells them full time, certain people try to enter into full time ministry on their own, and when they keep struggling, that is when they try to, you see. Now, this thing, I should, I should pray for you. There's a big, twenty-seven coffins on your head. If you don't break it, you will die. Bring a seed of that is nonsense. But those that God spoke to them enter into full-time ministry. The same God will touch the hearts of people to be a blessing to the person. Thomas said, uh-huh, man of God, please, can you still fulfill your destiny if you have had sex before marriage? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The main thing is just for the Lord to help you and you take a strong decision. Not to go into that again. It's as simple as that. Do you know what people have done? And when they found Christ, they have fulfilled destiny. Go and ask Paul what he did. He, he was part of the people that stoned Stephen to death. He killed later, He became the greatest apostle. It is possible. Okay, um... Eric said, but he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. He said, if prophecy doesn't follow these three things, then it is false. Then is it false? Um, that is the purpose of prophecy, though, honestly. This is the purpose of prophecy. So you have to actually understand why is God revealing something that the enemy is plotting so that you can pray. And fight against it. It is part of the um, comfort 
is part of the edification, is part of the exhortation. That is it. So these these are the anybody that is prophesying to you to put fear in your heart. That person be very careful, run away. Beckley said, How will one know whether he is full? He is full time or half. It is the Holy Ghost that will tell the person. I'm telling you, it is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost that will tell the person. That is why if you are if you are called to be in ministry, first develop your fellowship with the Holy Ghost. He will tell you. He will tell you. He will be the one that will tell you. And even when he tells you, 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 you my son or my daughter, you will go into full-time ministry. He might not say, start it now. He will show you the time for you to, to start. There are some people even in ministry, God has told them not to even build temples. So they are, they are prophets, but they don't have temples. They don't have, like, my church member. They, they don't have. So they travel around. That is their ministry also. They are not supposed to be at one place. So if you don't hear God, you might think that once you are called as a man of God, you have to build a church. It's very wrong. So first, you have to let your ears be open. Build your fellowship with the Holy Ghost. It is very, very important. Very, very, very important. Because everybody's calling. You need to develop a covenant with God according to your assignment and calling. Develop a covenant with God. All these men of God in, in ministry, they know what God has told them. Personal encounters that they have had. You need that. You need that encounter. And it will come as a result of the fellowship with the Holy Ghost. So build, build. Build that fellowship with the Holy Ghost. I've just given you some practical ways. Someone said, Papa, I believe praying is the key. Praying is not all that a man can like can just let me say follow to build fellowship. Prayer is very, very important. Very, very important, but it is not all. There are other ways to build fellowship with the Holy Ghost. One is called singing spiritual songs. Singing spiritual songs. Spiritual songs is not um say you who all those are good songs they are powerful songs <laughs> somebody doesn't understand what i'm saying there are certain songs we don't use words to sing them we chant them haven't you heard those songs before ah ah Ah, ah, ah. These are chants. You begin to vibrate your system. We chant some of these songs. Exactly. That is one of is one way also to build fellowship with the Holy Ghost. It is not always prayer. Even prayer, the prayer we pray to build fellowship with the Holy Ghost, it is not prayer, prayer, prayer. No, 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 no. You have missed it. That one, it is, it is a medium of exercising authority. That is why 
all prayer is not supposed to be prayer, prayer. If you are like that, you, have, you don't have fellowship. You don't have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. The prayers we pray to build fellowship with the Holy Ghost, some of them, Krampono, we don't even voice them out. But we are praying. Yes. That is fellowship. Fellowship prayers. There are songs of fellowship also that we sing. You begin to sing these kind of It's not songs like uh, Forget drop those songs. It is not time for you to sing those songs. We sing songs. People of you don't understand. Some of you, all the songs you know that move you are songs that say that your blessings are coming. You don't have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Tough times will, will just push you away. Tough times. Small tough times will push you away. Some of us, we are not. It is fellowship that can cause a man to be grounded in the Lord. You can build fellowship with the Holy Ghost. He will tell you that hey, something tough is coming. Hey, but when it comes, keep quiet. So everybody will be talking. Everybody will be reacting towards that thing. But you have kept quiet. Ah, why is it that this man has kept quiet and is going through all these things? You know what the Lord has told you. He has given you some certain strength to handle what you are going through. Fellowship. That is fellowship. But you, you always uh, you, you have been, they have been telling you that hey, as a believer, everything must go well. So this, 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 this. Once if issues start happening, you think God has forsaken you. You don't understand fellowship. It is in the place of fellowship that the Holy Ghost will give you the grace to endure a lot of things. Some things must be endured. We don't need to escape. We must endure them. Jesus had the power to escape the cross. But he endured it. Why? Why do you want to escape everything? First know whether that which is coming, it is for your promotion or your demotion. If it is, from, it is for your promotion, it is of God. You don't need to run away from it. Endure it. If it is for your demotion, then it is from the devil. God will make a way of escape for you to go. But you, every simple thing that comes that does not go well with your plans, you are casting it out. It won't work. First, discover where the thing is coming from. Then you will know how to go about things. That is why most of us have been praying for some things to change into nothing because you are not supposed, some problems do not need solutions to solve them. They need you to outgrow them. Some problems, they will always be there. You have to outgrow them. They will never be cast out. Also, we need to trust our problem. That is how it happens. They will always be there. But if you try to fight it, get out, get out, you will always be at that level. And it will keep beating you. So grow. Understand some things. You don't need all the troubles in this life to go before you live a comfortable life. No, it is an error. You can live a comfortable, victorious, peaceable life. In the place of darkness and enjoy. Mm, it is called growth. There is a saying in Ashanti. What will cause the dog to bark 
several times. The cat will see it and just, they just blink an eye over it and go. The cramming who will be possible for hours now. That is maturity. All the time you want to cast out something. Some things in a man can to build you up. The Bible said the one that when the spirit of the Lord came upon Jesus, the spirit of the Lord led him to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Why didn't he pray against that temptation? It was for his promotion. And when he had conquered the devil in that temptation period, the Bible said, and he descended. From the mountain in the power of the spirit, so it was the power of the of the spirit seek that the same spirit led him to the mountains to be tempted. So understand some of these things, and then I'm a neighbor buying the pasubian the free bones. Some of them, so gold is crying that God, why are you taking me through fire? Me, I don't like fire. Fire is so troublesome. The heat is so too. I don't, I don't know. God save me. And God said, Good, what are you saying? Don't you know that it is this same fire that will let you be valuable? If I leave you like that, I have a lot of junk inside you. Nobody will value you. Go through that fire and become glorious, and then men will do everything to get you. Somebody can go and sell his whole land and come and buy that gold because you have gone through that fire. Some things you must go through before you can be of value. Don't just quick, quickly push everything off. No. That is why sometimes when your husband's mother is misbehaving, keep quiet. It is a way God is trying to deal with your temper. Yeah. Don't quickly cast out things. Relax. Understand the things that God is doing. When it is of God, you will know. When it is of the devil, you will know. God bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. I believe somebody has been blessed tonight. Glory. Glory. Hey, my daughter, anointed the girl's gift. So, mommy, how are you? God bless you and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Some witches must die. Some witches must die. Join us, God willing, tomorrow. For lunch prayer fire. Aguma akokwatisis agua. The devil is already in trouble. So join us. We are in the month of February. Um, we'll be going to Tamale for Eagles Conference, the next assignment of Seth Ousu Ministries. God bless all of you, all those of you who have been supporting. God bless you for your covenant partnership. If you're also here, you want to be a partner. Of the ministry and push the ministry far just keep support the lord has been doing wonderful things my god about five or six COVID 19 cases have been disgraced on the mountain of lunch prayer fire ah god is what god is at work who say god no day the person just All right, if you want to be part of the Covenant Partners, kindly send me a text on WhatsApp. The number is 0240-312-551. 0240-312-55. If you also just want to support, that is the number. You can send it via Momo. God bless you, Eric. God bless you, Edwin. God bless you all and keep you all strong. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. Bye-bye.